Is there not an entire section on this subject? I know yes. that I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is your is your book for sale about it? Yes. What have you ever asked God for forgiveness? <laughs> I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Let me tell you, 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 let me tripped a breaker in my uh, power strip, uh, had the space heater on, shut everything down. And at that point I was just like, I'm going to bed. We'll do this again tomorrow. So my apologies that this is coming a day late, but um, it just gave me more to be heated about. Who needs a space heater when I've got this building up rage? Okay. Maybe rage is a bit excessive, but uh, this anger building up at what is happening in our country right now you'll notice that the abortion counter is up so we're gonna discuss a little bit about that today briefly but enough briefly that i want these numbers up here because especially i want you to see the numbers since we loaded this page the numbers this year uh so on so i want these numbers up as we talk about this but we're going to start out so everything's on lockdown still and getting worse and that is what is the prompting of the the irritation the frustration the anger that i am uh exhibiting dealing with because of the overstepping of a lot of of authority lines that our government is just destroying. So first off, we gotta we gotta go all the way back here to Imperial College in London. This is the place where the initial, uh, the first study came out of talking about the coronavirus that has sparked off this massive overreaction to this virus. Um, this was the guy that was talking about that 2 million people were going to die in the United States. Uh, 500,000 people were going to die in the UK from this in a short period of time. And, and that the peak of it wasn't going to be for, for two to three months. But then suddenly this last week he comes out and goes, oops. Now this college is known for some oopses, um, Apparently, they're they're big into the climate change stuff, and some of the studies that they have put out on that are questionable at that at best, questionable at best, and complete frauds at the worst. Um, and this is the same thing. This guy went from saying that five hundred thousand people were going to die in in UK. To well, may probably not more than twenty thousand. That is a huge difference. 
that it, these are the numbers. This 500,000 number was what we were dealing with. This is what caused all the panic. You know, 80% of the people were going to get it. And all the, and, and just these insane numbers were coming out. And from the beginning, mark the tape. You can go back and listen. I was saying this is not going to be as big a deal as these guys were making it out to be. You know, I, it's, it's tragic that people are going to die. Yes, it's true. People are going to die. But that's inevitable. When we end all this lockdown stuff and we go back to our regular everyday lives, this virus is going to start to spread again. And people are still going to die. But now we're throwing people into financial ruin as well. There has got to be a, a, a middle ground somewhere where we're not destroying the economy on a global level. And preserving the lives that we can and a lot of that has got to be voluntary voluntary quarantine if you're an older person that is more susceptible to this you've got lung disease or issues asthma immunocompromised all these things those people need to avoid everybody else we all don't need to lock down And again, oh, well, you're going to go out and you're going to get it and then you're going to bring it back. We have a situation where that could possibly happen, where I have my mother-in-law living with me and she's she's above the age of those who are more susceptible to this virus. And I could go out and I could contract it or my wife could or my sister-in-law could. Any of the people who are in the house, my daughter can't go to school now, but could go to school and bring it back. But for the most part, if you go, don't visit grandma, don't visit the people, it's, it's not as likely that you're going to spread it to them. If we use the same precautions that we would use for the flu, everything else, where we've never locked everything down, and we've seen far more people die. And so, with, so there has to be, that, I mean, we're, we're hearing people, Trump is talking about extending this out to April 30th. I have friends that will lose their livelihoods if this goes if this goes another 30 days. I have friends that will shut the doors of their coffee shop forever. I have friends who will may sh- shut the doors of their beauty parlor forever if this does not stop soon. I have friends who have who run all kinds of businesses that could lose their businesses which can mean they could lose their homes. They could lose all kinds of things. Okay, well, you know, if one life is saved, that's unfair. That is not loving our neighbor as ourselves. You know, this is the the verse and the, the thing. And yes, we should be loving our neighbors and not trying to do everything we can, washing our hands to not infect those people that we love. But also, we should not be throwing our neighbor, if we're going to love our neighbor, we shouldn't be throwing them into financial ruin. Not everybody in the world has an essential job like I do. Lord knows why they consider killing bugs an essential job, but exterminators are still considered essential. Of course, bugs aren't going to lock down. People are still going to be freaked out by spiders and deal with their rodents and stuff like that. And yeah, that's a bad thing, but... We don't shut down. 
not everybody has the benefit uh, that I have where I know I'm going to have a job tomorrow. I mean, they're talking again, and I think some of the numbers are inflated, just like in this Imperial College numbers for the virus. I think some of the numbers could be inflated, but there are people talking that there's going to be 30% unemployment. We're down at what? Four, five percent right now. I don't know that it would be, and maybe it will. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I'm not an economist, and I'm not a, a virologist either. But still, we've we've seen the evidence that this guy completely blew it on this this study. But so we've got. If we could just get to the point where we we have a, a more valid way of handling this stuff. But no, the government has gone and way overstepped its bounds and they're trying to shut everything down and they're trying to make it enforceable by law. They're telling people that it's a misdemeanor. You're going to go to jail. You're going to get fined. If you're just outside, we've seen it already. We've seen, I've seen videos today of, of preachers outside of abortion clinics. Obviously this is why the abortion numbers are up here because abortion clinics are still open and running. Abortion is not an essential, but these people are essential apparently, and they're still up and running. Well, except for I know that in Texas, they shut down the Planned Parenthoods, and Planned Parenthood is now suing to stay open because, God forbid, they not kill babies. You know, we're talking about all this about saving lives, but yet in the time that you've had this video open and running in nine minutes, 680 babies have died. That's a whole lot more than coronavirus is killing. Planned Parenthood is trying to put coronavirus to shame. Today alone, they will kill 3,000 children. That's somewhere around the number of deaths in the United States from coronavirus. And Planned Parenthood is going to blow it away in a week, in a month, this year, you know, by Planned Parenthood, already 89,000 children have been killed this year by Planned Parenthood. So we're talking about saving lives, but yet Planned Parenthood is still open. Planned Parenthood is open and pastors outside who are begging people not to go in and murder their children, not to go in and, and stay around people, go home and social distance. Okay, maybe that's not exactly what they're doing, but begging these people not to murder their children, to repent and to put their trust in Christ. They're going to jail. They're being arrested. They're being fined. And Planned Parenthood is still killing babies. And Rodney Howard Brown. Now, I don't like this guy. This guy is a, a clown. He's a, the Holy Ghost bartender. He's a clown. He's a buffoon. He's a charlatan. He's a blasphemous false teacher. Possibly a heretic. I, I I don't know specifically anything that he's taught that is rank heresy, but he's a, he's definitely blasphemed the name of God by preaching his prosperity garbage and his health and wealth garbage. But he should not be going to jail because they held services yesterday. Because they violated the stay-at-home order the shelter in place, whatever. It's an unconstitutional order. No governor, no mayor, no president can tell the American people you have to stay at home. Article 1, 
or amend for uh, the not Article One, the First Amendment, Amendment Number One of the Constitution of the United States of America. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people to peaceably, peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for the redress of grievances. So they violated two of Rodney Rodney Howard Brown's constitutional rights in this, the, the freedom to assemble and the freedom of religion. And they have violated that by arresting this man today because he held services yesterday. Now, I, I have no problem with churches that, that, that canceled their services. I'm, our church canceled our services. And I understand why. If I were still on the, board, on the elders team, I would have voted against it. My vote would have been to continue to hold church. And our elders are meeting weekly to decide whether when we are going to start gathering again as a, as a body. Because we are commanded as a church to assemble. We are willing to suspend that for a period of time. To love our neighbors, to love our older neighbors. But there's going to be a time when we have to come back together. When we have to share the Lord's table. And there's no such thing as a virtual communion. Communion is something that we gather together to do. And that is a mandate of the church. And for the government to tell us we can't is a violation of the Constitution of the United States of America. It is outright shredding the Constitution of the United States of America. You can't read my my, my witty little uh, meme there because it's covered up. But for those of you who need a toilet paper, the government says you can use this. They just need to finish shredding it first, which is what they are doing. We are seeing pastors being arrested, being fined for having services. They have made the decision. that, And, and yeah, I mean, I don't know specifically if Rodney Howard Brown is. I mean, I've always thought he could use a little bit of time in the slammer to reflect on his blasphemous teachings or maybe just in his room. Um, but he should not be in jail because he pastored a service, if you can call it pastoring, officiated a service in a building that they call a church. Should not be in jail for that. But yet here he is in jail for that. And it's a violation of the Constitution. And here's the thing. Rand Paul said it in a in a, a article he wrote recently that... Generally in these things, the the freedoms that we give up in the name of security and saving lives and so on, rarely do we ever get them back. I mean, now it's it's because it's being arrested because they're violating this stand in place order. When are they going to put in uh, an order that you can't talk bad about homosexuals? And so any preacher who preaches uh, uh, on the sin of homosexuality is arrested in the pulpit. Any street preacher, any evangelist out on the street calling people to repent is going to be arrested because they're going to put in some kind of weird freaking ordinance and then say we can't violate it. And, and, and the First Amendment does not stand up to that. If the First Amendment doesn't stand up to this, then they're going to shred it completely and they're going to take away all our religious freedoms. 
So I was good with the suggestions, the, the uh, strong recommendations that we stay home. That fine, if people want to voluntarily stay home and self-quarantine, that's great. That's on them. If people want to voluntarily shut down their restaurants or shut down their coffee shops or shut down their beauty salons to, to because they, they decided that that's what they want to do, great. But when the government starts telling us that we have to, I think we have a duty as American citizens to stand up and say no. We have a duty to stand up and say, you will not take these liberties away from us. You will not. This is socialism being tested. This is, this is testing socialism. My wife had a, had a great uh, conspiracy theory earlier today that, I mean, who are the people that are, are, are highly susceptible to this virus? Older people, Right. The, the majority of the people who are going to die from this and that we have seen die from this are above the age of 65, 70 years old. Would you look at our Congress? Have you looked at the people who have been on the Hill for 20, 30, 40 years? They want this because they're afraid they're going to die. It's a, as, as good a theory as anybody else's. Right? This is the problem. Yes, I'm all about loving my neighbor, but I want to love my neighbor, one, to the point where they can continue to live, but I also want to love my neighbor to where they continue to have a livelihood. And I also want to love my neighbor to the, to the point that they still maintain the freedoms that the Constitution of the United States has given us. And if we're not willing to stand up and say no, I mean, within the next week, we're going to have to say this has to stop. We have got to go back to work. We have got to go back to normal life. Because if we don't, we're not going to recover. Nothing will ever be the same as it was. I mean, I don't think anything will ever be the same as it was now. We've, we've gone beyond the pale. But we have got to stand up and say no. Mr. Trump... No, Mr. Ms. Pelosi, no. McConnell, no. Governor of your state, mayor of your city, no. We will not stand for these unconstitutional orders. You can recommend and you can suggest, but we will not, we will not let you tell us and mandate that we go and we stay home. Because you cannot. That is going beyond your constitutional authority. And also in that, this is a short, this is a really short episode. Um, again, here's the numbers. Let's look at the numbers before we go away. 1,400 babies murdered since we loaded this page. Planned Parenthood is still out there killing babies. They're still out there killing babies because they feel like they're essential. And pastors are going to jail because they had church. Pastors are going to jail because they're outside of Planned Parenthood. 
because our constitutional rights are being destroyed. They're being trampled on and we will not get them back if we do not stand up and say no more. And also in that, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.